0: You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.
1: All right, what's up, everybody? What up, though? This is Sterling Toes back with Detroit is Different, and I have another guest uh, whom I adore (laughs) immensely (laughs) and is an amazing addition to the culture and experience of the city of Detroit. And I'm so glad that she's here and creates here and lives here and is doing everything that she does here. I would like to welcome my buddy, my friend, Jennifer Harsh, hello.
0: Hello, hello. How are you? You know, I'm good. You're good. I've been chilling, so I'm good.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you sat here. You got to see me interview
0: mm-hmm.
1: my my brother, mm-hmm. uh, singer Reed, and now, it's all about you now. <laughs> <I'm nervous>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jennifer Hour. <laughs> <laughs> so Yes. We just came off of a collective creative excursion together.
0: We did. It was a long run.
1: Known as Fly Drown. Yes. Can you explain to the people what Fly Drown mm. is, mm-hmm. was, will be?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, will be. Um so Fly nice Drown was a movement based performance Mm -hmm. um, that was looking at the different ways in which um, black folks have emancipated themselves. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about historically the ways in which black folks have emancipated themselves from capture via slave trade or middle passage, and then to like bring that down um, or like etch it to a smaller kind of nugget
1: mm-hmm.
0: of Fly Drown specifically was thinking about ways in which the home space, black home spaces have been used as training grounds for freedom
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, as like a way to prepare oneself to be in the outside world. Mm-hmm. And so, that was like the, the large umbrella um, objective and in that there was like a movement performance, movement mm. performances, there were salon talks, there were workshops, one of which you led yes. uh, of all the people who had been involved in the creation of the project in um, all those like those prongs were a way for folks to. Live inside of the project as themselves, and so you, as a sound artist, were able to offer a workshop about your sonic making process. Right. And then Brie Gant was another person who was part of the creation of the work, a movement-based workshop. Mm -hmm. And so everyone was able to like show up in the production, but then also show up in these kind of um, supplementary. Mm-hmm. programming at mm-hmm.
1: least So what do you feel like led you to the creation of this pro- project like what, mm-hmm. what said mm, I need to really explore this
0: mm-hmm. So I feel like everything I make is um, like a remix of the thing that came before it mm-hmm. and so I don't think I've made a new dance like a, with a brand new concept since
1: 2008? What does that mean? <laughs> like,
0: so, okay, so I'm going to back up, like, five years. Okay. And I made this piece. Um, no, actually, a few, I was, like, 2015. Mm-hmm. I made a work that was in response to the number of black people being killed by police. the um, And, like, in experiencing that on screen. So I was thinking about like how we experienced Mike Brown's death how we experienced Eric Garner's death and how it was very much um, like a thing people were experiencing on a Facebook timeline or like mm-hmm. an Instagram timeline and like the um,
1: rapidity of it. Or, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. You know? So I was thinking about like not just the, the number of people being killed, but like also how we were experiencing their deaths. Mm-hmm. And so, and like for me, the exhaustion in that and like the, the triggering in that. Mm-hmm. And so I made this running piece called and Never Tire. And the prompt was, We you read? I will make a list of all the folks killed since 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, the list would end with whatever date we were in right now. So if I was to make the list now, it would end in the most recent death in 2019. Right. And the rule of the piece was you have to run while reading the name, the age, the location of the death, mm-hmm. and the date. All of that while running in place and you can't stop running until you get to the end.
1: Right.
0: And so that kind of like the exhaustion was part of the piece, but also like the running has been a mechanism for freedom in different ways in black culture. Mm -hmm. And so that was like one emancipation project. Mm -hmm. And then after that, um, I made this piece called Her Stories, Mm -hmm. which was like this um, piece on, I guess it was on womanhood or like ways in which I have found um, black women to use fantasy as a way in which to escape, which is like another emancipation project. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I made another piece after that called Feds Watching, which was this piece thinking about like ways in which we might um, move before or beyond racialized surveillance. So Mm -hmm. like another, so like every piece is just like another side of the same coin right. so it usually it's like a web diagram so like in the middle mm-hmm. is like Emancipation Project I was ever calling them that but mm-hmm. like that they had a focus and then it was like oh it's like this kind of um, this avenue could be explored inside of that or in this avenue mm-hmm. can be explored inside mm-hmm. of the same
1: mm-hmm.
0: web diagram right does that make sense? It makes sense okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm never like mm-hmm. making new web diagrams i'm just building but there's
1: there's an evolution and there's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. kind of like a dialogue between yeah. each iteration of work yeah. that's happening and so a lot of this stuff is, is movement based and you being mm-hmm. um trained dancer mm-hmm. choreographer right mm-hmm. like how do you negotiate these movement pieces that may take you outside of the realm mm-hmm. of like uh traditional dance terms or mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Or these, mm-hmm. these identifications of particular modes of movement. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you negotiate how you perhaps may, like, liberate yourself from some of these domains to express these very mm-hmm. important pieces?
0: Um, that's, like, the best part for me, is, the, is getting away from dance. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, the, my... The day I learned I could do that, I was like, oh,
1: this is so much What here. happened that day?
0: <clears throat> it was raining. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't actually remember the day, but I must, maybe I was in grad school. And I always remember when I would make dances being like, this is not enough. Like, or like, this is, we need like the real materials here or like we need something else needs to be happening in order for this to not be like pantomime or, um, yeah. Or like alluding to being at the water, like something about being in a theater space or like. Um, and only using our bodies, I was always just like, this ain't gonna be enough to mm-hmm. tell the story mm-hmm. the way I'm experiencing it in my mind or at my body feels. Mm-hmm. Just using movement won't, it's not gonna get me to where I need to be. Right. Um, and so I think the running piece actually was like the most freeing. Cause like all you do is mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. And then, and I remember waking up one morning, like literally, Something in my mind was like, you gotta read all those names and run in place till you're done. And I was like, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Like, yeah. it's pages and pages and pages of names, as you could imagine. Uh-huh. Um, but there was something in that I was like, oh, I could just like do the task mm-hmm. and like cut the fluff of movement out of the picture, and that can be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I, learn that or like experience that as an option Mm -hmm. then I was like oh I can use dance how I need to but I don't have to use it as like the only Mm -hmm. possibility
1: Mm -hmm. I'm realizing something
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you're like the Bruce Lee of of, 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 (laughs) of (laughs) dance (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what makes you say that? Because okay, so so Bruce Lee, and I'm, I'm going to be brief. Okay. But but Bruce Lee as a martial artist, mm-hmm. um, he kind of went through like studying every form of martial arts trying to find the right way. Mm. And it came to the realization that like I have two arms and two legs, so I should maximize how I use them. I should use them every which way possible. So I shouldn't relegate myself to a particular mm. way of doing things, yeah. you know, and so do, doing what's necessary. And also in that process, which you kind of alluded to also, I'm like, that's Bruce Lee, that's Bruce Lee, that's Bruce Lee. Mm. He talked about a lot about the economy of motion mm. and kind of like getting to the heart of why you do something, like taking all the movement that's rooted in endure, just it, a, a mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. unnecessary movements out of it, right? So he's like, if I'm punching, I'm gonna punch. I'm not right. gonna do a whole bunch right. of waving and other movements. Yeah. I'm gonna economize emotion to get to mm-hmm. the most necessary expression. And that's what I'm hearing yeah. from what you're doing, kind of like cutting the fat out, right. kind of. And yeah.
0: when I was, so I, I was a teacher, and I thought I was just gonna be a teacher for the rest of my life, and that was gonna be it.
1: Up until when?
0: Up until like six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Up until like, I moved to Detroit, actually. I just only thought I was gonna teach, and then that flipped. Um, But when I I used to teach my students, they used to get really frustrated because they wanna show off what they can do in movement, like especially on stage for a performance where their parents are coming or whomever. Um, and I was always like, "Mm hmm, cut that part in half. Mm hmm, cut it in half again." I'd be like, "That was my whole solo," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, but you're just like frolicking around, and like those 20 seconds were like the actual right. thing. Everything right. else was like, right, nothing. Right. So it's been.
1: That's very Bill T. Jones of you. <laughs>
0: great, I think.
1: Yeah, um, it's great. I think it's great. Yeah.
0: But the but so, like, making a solo performance on myself, I also had to get, go through that same process to cut the fat, which mm. sometimes the fat parts, like, they taste the best. Right? Like, <laughs> I had bacon this morning, and I was just, like, sucking on the fat. Yeah. Um, and... So like being honest with myself, mm-hmm. and also being honest with what the work wants. The work be like, why why are you doing this part? Like you already right. know that, right? That's just fluff. It's not mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So, fly drown. Mm-hmm. So, with this piece, um, what were some of the things that were there that you were like, okay, I need to kinda get that out, get that out to get to mm. this. Like what was what was that process of economizing the expression that became fly drown?
0: The mm. question. <laughs> um I feel like I was figuring that out in real time. And so whenever so I improvise in my performances, so there was a structure, but inside of the structure, I'm improvising. Um, and whenever I would catch myself like doing something kind of arbitrary, then I would like short circuit that in the moment to be like, "Oh, now you're just messing around. You're not really, you aren't in the character. The character wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Um, like you're just relying on a training that you have versus like staying true to mm-hmm. what the character is asking." Mm-hmm. And so. I didn't really feel it in the process of making it. I felt it in the performance of, like, whenever I would um, go on a tangent in movement, it would, my body would be like, put your leg down. Like, that's <laughs> not called for in uh-huh. this moment.
1: Uh-huh. Um, so when you put it down mm-hmm. and it says this, it's not called for, mm-hmm. what does it go into?
0: Mm, in this piece, I, it was, like, this vocalization, which I don't do like mm-hmm. I don't use my voice in performance. I was like kind of flirting with it the past couple of performances but it was like a little hum or like mm-hmm this kind of airiness.
1: You did more than a hum in this performance. Right, well, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, what I'm saying but right. You got so, busy in this one. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, I felt like, it
0: just been like, wanting to come out. And so <laughs> I just It, was, like, here, it came I out. go do
1: it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like,
0: I am here. Like,
1: are we getting it on. Like, it was... <laughs> you was you took it there yeah
0: so i think that's like it would yeah it would go to that like the yeah. like the character is asking to be heard and you trying to show out mm-hmm. and so like being like listening to that became mm-hmm. um, just it became part of the performance
1: mm-hmm. so if you if you're doing these movements and you find yourself kind of dipping in the structures and pulling yourself away and is is there any kind of like push and pull with the audience in terms of like how you're receiving their energy in that moment that, yeah. that's informing the movement? What's that relationship yeah. like?
0: So the very last performance of Flies Round mm-hmm. um, was a very full audience. It was. <laughs> and, it was. So, and I didn't know that until, so the, the way the piece works, I enter through the front door, which is the living room, right? and then I keep moving through the space like I pass this French door and the way I've been the way it's choreographed is that, like, I look through the windows mm-hmm. of the French door. And
1: explain to, to the listeners, too, mm-hmm. like, wh- what, what is this set
0: mm-hmm. like Ooh, also? Yeah, yes. So the set is, um, it takes a lot of cues from my grandmother's living room in Highland Park. Um, so there's pink carpet. The walls are red. There's a mantle. There's two TVs, one on top of the other, and the TV is playing like Crooklyn in Soul Food all the movies you love. Yeah. Um, not Sterling, necessarily, but perhaps the <laughs> listeners. <She's laughs> Sterling hated all of our movie choices. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Love, Jones? Who like Love, Jones? I'm like, who I doesn't mean, like Love, Jones?
1: <laughs> I just seen it 18 million times because I lived with a mother and a sister that had it on repeat. Like, Thank God. I, like,
0: I don't exactly. ever want to
1: see Love, Jones for the rest <laughs> of my life ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely watch Power because I'm like, Lorenz, I just see the dude from some- I <laughs> oh, <let me> <laughs> go. Ahead. Yeah.
0: So all, all the classic films are playing. And, um, and so like the character is first introduced in this set, and so the character, whose name is Noosey, is this like out of this world mm-hmm. otherworldly being. Right um, And they come to the space as this disruption, and mm-hmm. so they are like when they first enter. They're kind of like, oh, I know, I know this. Place. I'm I'm from this place, um, but I've been gone. It's like Beloved. If you've ever seen Beloved, like when Beloved shows back up into the world, it's just like they from here, but they not like it's like a right. I don't really know, right? Um, and so when I'm moving through the space, I like pass the French door, and in this last show, I remember looking out in the audience, and I was like. The crowd doubled. <laughs> like, no, I don't, okay, uh, here we go. Right. I did it. No one gave me a heads up that, like, right. it was standing remotely. Okay, here we go. Right. So I remember, like, looking out, and my body, like, retreated because like, there were so many people looking at me. Mm-hmm. And that usually doesn't, like, make or break what I'm doing, but that day, it just, I felt... Um, this, like, anticipatory energy coming at me. And so I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. let me just pace myself and figure out how to handle this. And so um, I finally make my way through through the audience. I walk through them and come onto the stage. And I remember someone... In dance improvisation, mm-hmm. and when they're like you, you're partnering with someone, in mm-hmm. many ways in many times, you like, like contact
1: improv, or yeah, uh-uh.
0: excuse me, yeah, no, no, uh, so, oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, but like there's like a give and a take, right? right? Yeah, and that audience was like made me work. They were like, "And you gonna give?" And I'm like, right. "Okay." Like there was, I just felt a pressing up. At the stage, mm. and it never left. Mm. And so I remember like trying to give myself breaks of like calming down, exhaling, because mm. people was like, right, faith, like bodies forward. And I just was, you know, I felt um, how a pastor might feel, when folks coming to a, to a service, like mm. wanting to hear a word. Yeah. It felt like that. And yeah. so I feel like when I'm in that kind of, um, performance situation I'm trying to listen to like what mm-hmm. people might need
1: mm-hmm. is, is the listening through doing body language is it through
0: mm-hmm. I think sounds? It's, yeah is I think it... like when I hear people exhale mm-hmm. then I kind of ride that way yeah or when I hear people laugh and mm-hmm. I'm like a shift happens with that like I think I'm really listening for Yeah, like breath cues or Mm -hmm. um, when I like the small Mm. exhales, I did feel I tried to take them Mm -hmm. as like my own.
1: Right. One of the interesting things about the performance for me, just viewing it every week we did it was kind of, uh, I think seeing like the generational differences Mm -hmm. there, because it was it was so intergenerational in terms of attendance and seeing how like certain, like maybe elders coming in and expecting like a nice dance piece. <laughs> yes, yes, Always, always. Like it, was, it was every show somebody was like, that's not what I expected. <laughs> right? right, right. right. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. or, or like very young people kind of mm-hmm. kind of like, wow, how do I process this? Mm-hmm. You know, Um Are you aware of that in those moments or uh, what's happening?
0: Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this is a gift or a curse, but like I feel everybody Mm -hmm. in performance. And as I make my way through the audience, I'm also like I can see who is there. And so I kind of take them into consideration. And maybe not like, not the whole show, but um, there are certain parts where like a former professor of mine came in like, I feel like I was doing more quote unquote dance that day.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Or um, I can't remember who, but I remember another time, like screaming is like as deep as I, oh, when Alexis was in the audience, Alexis Gums, whose work in words we use a lot in this process. And there, like the screaming also came as like a direct response to one of her pieces of writing. Mm -hmm. And something in me just channeled that passage in a way that I really hadn't in the past. Or like I, I knew it was, it was in the work, because that's how it was made, but mm-hmm. I hadn't gotten to that part and was like, and now for the Alexis. <laughs> it was never <laughs> like that. Right. And I remember in the show that she was there, I felt like I was responding to it in real time. So I think mm-hmm. I'm listening to all of that, like the individual... Um, People in the room, mm-hmm. um, but not so much in terms of like generationally. I think it's more like individually.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because each show felt like it 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 really kind of took on a personality of its own. Mm-hmm. Like each show felt so different. Mm-hmm. Like we had some shows where we would finish and you would go off and the lights would go out and people would just sit because they didn't know what to do like is she coming back yeah, like yeah, what's right, happening right. right do we clap do we sit here do we move yet do we yeah. you know can we breathe can we breathe <laughs> no and in other shows it's like as soon as you cut off the light everybody's clapping mm. and like whoo you know like and, and so mm. every it was funny because and I always feel like this about groups like each group kind of has a, a collective sort of spirit mm. And I feel like each collective spirit mm. engaged with the work yeah. differently.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and kind of like how you move through it is like kind of filling out the anatomy of that mm-hmm. collective spirit mm-hmm. in that particular mm-hmm. performance. Totally. Um, what's your experience after you come out of this interrelational thing with this collective spirit of people? Are you exhausted? Are you happy? Are you set? What, what's happening?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I was usually just wired after, cause like after doing that for an hour, and fifteen hour, twenty minutes, my adrenaline is still pumping, um, and that adrenaline really wouldn't die until like twenty four hours later, which had never really happened before. After yeah. usually I'm like, nah, I'm going to bed. Like just I'd be out. Yeah. And even like having a week. It's sort of closed a week ago, right? Mm-hmm. In the past few performances I have been doing, I had this really weird response where my body would like collapse after perform, like after the run, I just mm-hmm. would be out, I'd be sick or like horizontal for three days, and like mm-hmm. just really, I don't know, my nervous system would kind of shut down. Right. And this, I'm just like hanging out in the house. I'm just like <laughs> chilling. <laughs> yeah. like waiting for a collapse to happen but it's not, right. I don't think it's gonna happen mm-hmm. um, and so I think I don't know, my body shifts after doing that piece every time in ways I'm not even familiar with yet Like mm-hmm. I'm, I remember waking up every Sunday after the shows being like I'm gonna rest now, I think mm-hmm. it's time for me just to kind of chill out until you know, yeah. the next set of events Um yeah. So maybe may be something in the piece I need to like, in my, when I go back into like deep reflection mode about it, mm-hmm. um, it's teaching me about rest. Mm-hmm. I think in the piece itself, like I've paced myself or was like the goal to pace myself to make it through that duration. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, I'm learning or it's teaching me about like how to take care of myself mm-hmm. so that I don't have a nervous system shut down Mm -hmm. after every Mm -hmm. performance.
1: Yeah, and also too there was a component of like exploring um queerness in the domestic space. Mm -hmm. Um how did, because I think a lot of people kind of understood or grasped that there was like some level of tension too Mm. in this Mm-hmm. In this space mm-hmm. with this character Nusi, and mm-hmm. like how does how does that play into um, yeah the tension that kind of happens in the, the piece
0: mm-hmm. so there is a part of the performance where um, so there 's two characters, Nusi, who is this otherworldly character um, who has come from the past or the future, the water or the sky like it 's never i 'm not quite clear um, and there's another character, Elder, who, in my mind, like embodies all of the black women elders mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment when we meet El- when we first meet Elder, Elder is sleeping,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Nusi enters Elder through this dream which turns into a nightmare. Um, and it's my least favorite part of the performance because it's the hardest part. Where um, Elder like births Nussie, like I think she's birthing her as a child that maybe she killed or maybe it was a child that like she wished she had. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in, in a very beloved way, I think it was a child that she killed. And and I think that child she killed was like a way in which to not bring shame to a family or like a household or an image. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like that is one. That's like the one place where. Um, this notion of queerness and the domestic is most clear for me, right. of like a silencing of sorts. Right. But there's something that Nusi is just like, and I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: have to deal with me because uh-huh. I'm not leaving. Uh-huh. Give me a broom if you want to. You can do whatever you want, but like I'm not, I'm not leaving. Uh-huh. Like I'm going to let you know that like love is um, mm-hmm. more powerful than like all the silencing that mm-hmm. you are trying to force on me. Mm-hmm. Um. And so. Yeah, the tension the screaming also I think comes from the tension between the two of them that like right that elders um, silence or like boundness mm-hmm. can't that just can't sustain it doesn't we don't allow it to sustain right we being noosey.
1: yeah and there's like a, a very uh, enchanting mm-hmm. kind of moment mm-hmm. I feel where people seem a little bit like bewildered when uh it's like Nusi, if, if I'm not mistaken, it's kind of like dancing with the gown. You know the whole dance yet? Elder.
0: Just
1: kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say it correctly. <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> you watch it like 17 but, times. With that dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, for so much of the pieces, like there's a lot of very
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: kind of jagged.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Rigid. Mm-hmm. Like tense movement mm-hmm. and this dance with the gown is very fluid Yes, yeah, and light and softens like what was what's that part for you
0: mm-hmm. so one thing i and maybe this is because um of the way i was trained in dance um or like one thing i saw a lot in dance and so i went to the university of michigan as well right. and um and was like one of four black folks in this department um in the dance in department. the dance department yes completely yeah wow <laughs> um and i remember like i just whenever black things were like introduced on stage there was a way in which that it was being watched like as if um they expected us to like show pain, and like they also were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, right, right." <laughs> Whenever that was like different, point, you know? and <laughs> I get it completely. And I think for me the so the section when Nusi is dancing with Elder and telling Elder that she loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a way to reject that like, mm-hmm. sure, like the thing I'm talking about is painful, but like there's also a lot of love mm-hmm. in this and like right. it's a reliance on that. And like right. um, like staying steadfast in mm-hmm. this particular in like blackness period being multiple and like mm-hmm. um nuanced and right. all those things right and so i think it was like a way to offer that
1: right so let's get into your background a little bit mm-hmm. so we are second on fred <laughs> who are we second on fred second on do y'all have a name? though? No? you know, I like you know, I like uh, people from Flint, we call Flintstones. Oh, oh, I don't. Think Are y'all Saggies or something? Or, or you mm, No,
0: just no, just no, just
1: no. <laughs> With Saginaw, Michigan. Saginaw, Saginaw,
0: Michigan. Yes.
1: What was going on in Saginaw, Michigan?
0: Oh, um, you know. That's a great question.
1: <laughs> and is everybody like Draymond Green It's like, off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, a
0: lot of shit talking. It's like how you survive.
1: Shit talking uh, and smiling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, right. Right. And you got to like be doing something. Like you either play basketball, you do art, you yeah. sing, you like you people you do were something. like doing like you, you have to get to do something. Yeah. yeah. So I-
1: explain Saginaw for us, Detroiters, cuz Detroit is a planet. We don't leave Detroit. So this explain true. Saginaw for us.
0: Saginaw I think is like is it reminds me of Detroit a lot but like without the resources. So and like in mm. without the um like the music culture, without the like art culture. Mm. And so I think Saginaw is like because Detroit was the biggest Closest big city is like kind of, it feels and operates like a Detroit, but like Mm -hmm. with 60,000 people. Yeah. So it's like the country of Detroit, the black country of Detroit Mm. is how I, how it feels.
1: Mm -hmm. So young Jennifer was playing sports, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. Where were you playing? More than I was dancing. So I used to like go to AAU Nationals. In basketball. Playing what? This was basketball. Playing,
1: playing. Opposition you yeah, mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: I was like a cool three four,
1: you
0: Or holding it down. And then it got to a point when I was in ninth grade and I remember talking to my parents or like them talking to me, or talking to myself. I can't remember. I just remember like something in the ethos was like, ether was like you can't do both. So what mm. are you going to do? And I just decided I was going to dance. How come? Um, the people I always play basketball with was like hoopers. Like they mm. went to Purdue to mm. play. One went to Prov- I just was like, yeah, I'm not really of this caliber. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and go and do what like uh, I could actually have a future in.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I just hated basketball practice too. Yeah. And so I'd be practicing with people who would go on to Division One schools, was like my least favorite thing to uh, do. Because they just, they also had great work ethic. Yeah. Um, and I think I learned so much, without even realizing it then, but like learned so much about how to work, mm-hmm. but in my own kind of domain. Mm-hmm. And I just realized too, I'm like, oh, I cannot keep up with y'all. Like mm-hmm. y'all are about to go on and do... Mm-hmm right these really beautiful things in basketball and i'm like and i'm not
1: <laughs> as good as you so when did you start dancing man
0: i was dancing though since i was five
1: okay mm-hmm. and so what kind of classes are you taking oh god then growing coming up mm-hmm.
0: and... so in dance studios uh-huh. you usually do like ballet tap and jazz and that's all you do for <laughs> years and uh-huh. then when i was in sixth grade there was a art school Uh uh-huh which is now called Saginaw Arts and Sciences Academy. Mm-hmm. At the time it was called Center for Arts and Sciences, whatever. Um, and you go half a day. Okay. So you spend half a day in your major, mm-hmm. which is like a lot of schools in Detroit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and so I was a dance major. or was cultural concentration. And then your other half of the day would be at your home school, right. so Arthur Hill as my home school. Mm-hmm. And you can do that six through 12.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so I did that six through 12. And it was all modern at the art school. Mm -hmm. And I remember and you at the dance studios which are private you, you know you pay for those and so right. I remember in ninth grade too telling my mom I was like I think I'm going to quit the studio and she was like good She's like no question asked. <laughs> she was like sweet because school is free we're going to go ahead and keep on doing that uh, <laughs> and so and then I just was like full on head first in this art school uh-huh. and I think once I quit basketball once I quit the studio I was like oh right this is what I'm this is what I do. Like, mm-hmm. this is how I what, understand the world.
1: What did you feel in it that you're like, oh, I didn't get this from basketball?
0: Mm-hmm. Basketball was like, um, there was a system. I mm-hmm. felt like in basketball, when like, we practiced, you know what I mean, was mm-hmm. like you jump on this box for sixty seconds, you run these suicides for five minutes. You like, you know what I mean? It was like regimented in that way. And then I would be in my dance classes like, how can we think about air? (laughs) I mean, and I was like, oh, I can much, I would much rather kind of frolic my thoughts in that way versus being like Mm -hmm. 60 times, gonna make me better. Mm -hmm. Like, while dance also has that element, when you take class, it can be like a structured thing. Yeah, Yeah, but there's also this, I don't know, there's like this fluidity in it that. I couldn't find in basketball
1: right so did you always have that sense of like or desire to like liberate yourself from form as you're going through dance mm-hmm. or is this something that you arrived to at a certain point mm-hmm. of going through these structures like what was your evolution into like kind of moving further into movement yeah than just mm-hmm. dance
0: I think I always wanted to do that but I didn't think it was allowed and so I was like always trying to fit into movement mm-hmm. or like dance structures mm-hmm. or tr- I remember when I see dance choreography executed really well I'm always just like how y'all do that because <laughs> some people just can do that I'm always just like I can't I can't actually do that like mm-hmm. I could figure it out mm-hmm. but it would take me like three years or like a long period of time to kind of fit into the formula that I learned dance mm-hmm. through Right. Um, and so I think I will credit moving to Detroit as like the first time when I allow myself to move away from the form. Mm-hmm. Um, why why mm-hmm. then? I he why here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like Detroit is a city of truth tellers. Mm-hmm. I used to think it was just my family, because my whole family is from Detroit, both my mom and my dad's side. And Mm -hmm. we were, like, the only folks who lived in Saginaw.
1: Right.
0: Us and my dad's brother and his family. Uh, Plus eight people out of, like, the hundred who lived in Detroit. And so my experience of Detroit was always just my family. And so we would come down and, like, be at three different houses, and Mm -hmm. that that was it. And all of them were always just, like... Can talk you under a table well not you, i don't think <laughs> but they could talk me under a table and, and i used to be like they're all like this like it's just like be clear and they point they're clear That's, about where it, they stand they're
1: on the west side too though right
0: all West Siders or, or Holland Parkers, yeah. both, both ends. We,
1: we trunk our, our speech a lot on the East Side.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. oh, I, that's it. I ain't got nothing to say. I don't, know. Girl, I know. I don't know. I ain't saying shit else. That's it. I
1: know. ain't saying shit else. That's East Side shit. Yeah.
0: Anyway, you could.
1: West Side. Man. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> but they, like,
0: <laughs> but it was what they were saying, too. I used to be, like, sitting in amazement, like, how, how are y'all just thinking? Like, yeah. where did you find this truth from? Because, like, I'm with it, but I just hadn't heard it said in this way, or like finessed in this way either. Um, And so I think when I was like putting my work in the world here, it was like, well, what you gonna do? And I I didn't feel that necessarily from like people. I felt it from myself being like, if I'm gonna do a thing, then I need to make sure I'm telling the truth Mm -hmm. like to myself about what what I do before mm-hmm. I share it with mm-hmm. anybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's perhaps more support of that truth here mm-hmm. than, than other places may be?
0: Um, I was living in some strange places before here. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I feel supported. Like I feel super supported. I feel like um, my work is happening in conversation with other people and whether they're artists or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I so much of my life was spent here. You know, when I mm-hmm. wasn't in Saginaw, I was in Detroit. Like that, that was the only two places I feel mm-hmm. like my childhood happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like I got, oh, I think I owe this current realm of my work to Detroit and the people mm-hmm. here who have just been like, and like working with you mm-hmm. um, has helped me clarify what mm-hmm. I do and also what I don't do. I used to try but to just man. like, make up these dance moves <laughs> because mm-hmm. I thought I was supposed to do it. Now I'm just like, oh, I don't do that. Uh-huh. Which is like, Oh, there's so much more space yeah. in my body. If I just like disregard right. what I don't do yeah. versus being like, can I make this thing? <laughs> like, why? Like you don't, you don't do that.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's been, sorry, I got into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that has yeah, been, it's just very helpful.
1: So when people come up to you and, 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 they're like, so what do you do? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what's, what's the most, you feel, true, boldest answer mm-hmm. that would come from you answering that question?
0: Right, well this is funny because right before Fly Drown started, I quit academic teaching. Mm-hmm. So this was the first semester since I started school, mm-hmm. like since kindergarten, that right. I was not on the academic calendar. Um, and so now, as in, like, since the, the since September, um, I would say I make movement-based performances. Mm. Mm. Where, like, three months ago, I've been like, I'm a teacher. <laughs> like I still would have been saying that, you know what I mean? I was using that as a like a default, also as like something that people can understand clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I teach at the university. Boom and people kind of leave you alone Mm -hmm. which I contrary to belief I'm also quite shy when I'm meeting a new person and so I think are you? mm mm-hmm you sure? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm-hmm but the so like saying like I'm a performer like what that mean? I'm like oh no I really don't (laughs) want (laughs) to talk I'm actually scared (laughs) Um, so I think but I think I was using teaching as a a bit of a crutch if I'm being honest
1: so do you feel like this is a a raft that's moving further and further from teaching or do you feel like it flows back at some point? No,
0: I haven't even, I thought about teaching yesterday. I was watching the dance class uh-huh. and I was like, I'm gonna go back to the classroom so different and mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was thinking about going back next semester or mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, but whenever I go back, I'm gonna go back so different and that's gonna feel so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the raft has to leave. Mm-hmm like float away for a little bit mm. um
1: where do you feel like it's floating towards
0: mm. mm-hmm. i guess more performance mm-hmm. or like more making mm-hmm. i've already thought about what happens
1: after fly a, drone? F- a
0: future work uh-huh. i'll call you soon. <laughs> <laughs> <Make> some scoring
1: <laughs> done.
0: Uh-huh. um was like the next iteration of fly drown, i think i can like, uh-huh. see it in my mind i don't know how it's gonna work and my ideas right now are quite terrible but mm. I can like see the, the big picture. Uh-huh. I don't know how to get there yet.
1: Yeah. So is there like other spaces creatively that like, like we've been doing this thing collaboratively, collaboratively with sound and mm-hmm. are there other things that you would kind of like connect mm-hmm. your movement pieces to that you haven't so far? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just saying I'm-
0: this a minute ago, but I, so after being inside a Fly and like being around all those materials, Uh like, oh, installation, like what does that even mean? Uh I mean, yes, that was an installation that was built, but it was based off of a home. So like I can understand, you know, Mm -hmm. pictures go over here, chairs right here. Um, Excuse me, and so I'm thinking now, like what does it mean? How can I play with materials more? Or like, how can I build installations? I haven't, I've never, really thought about that for real mm-hmm. until this project and so mm. um that's one area is thinking about materials more
1: mm-hmm. any materials in particular like? mm, yeah.
0: not really mm-hmm. I also like making drawings yeah like yeah shapes yeah. Which, okay, that's what drawings are. <laughs> but I was saying, like making circles 300 times on a page mm-hmm. or like making 72 lines. I, like I don't know something about that. Mm-hmm. I can read them as movement scores. So mm-hmm. I think they, um, there's some, I don't know if it's a project or not, but like there's some conversation mm-hmm. between drawings and movement that I feel like is. Trying to come out
1: right because you were doing sketches for the fly drown mm-hmm. piece, mm-hmm. kind of like to to get clear on certain parts yeah. of it. How did yeah. you use those? Uh,
0: so I mean, you I was using spatial scores is mm-hmm. what I call Have been calling them, so I guess I already have been doing it. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh right, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's
0: helpful. Um, but yeah, so like just as a way when I'm just on a stage or like in a space I'm like uh, I don't I know the moves I could do or like I know how I can invoke a character but I don't know right. how I should organize the space and I right. think the spatial scores are a way to like just give me a a map and mm-hmm. I can fill it in
1: mm-hmm. yeah what do you what do you like look forward to doing that you feel like you might not have gotten to yet or mm-hmm. think about or you may be like it's scary to think about, but it's a part of something in you that's like, I want to try that, I want to do that. Or is there anything that you're like? Um, I'm not ready to do it now, but I may do it one day.
0: It's not performance based.
1: Yeah, anything, okay. anything. That's I'm what I'm saying. That's what I'm it. saying. Ah! Um. You could, you could just whisper it in, okay. into the microphone. Okay,
0: go oh, into the microphone. <laughs> but I'm wondering how to make, like, the fly-drown space, like, a real space. What do you mean? So I'm wondering, like, what does it mean to have a space that can be used for dance, but, like, also, like, just to kick it? Mm-hmm. Um, and what, and, like, people can come in, it can be like a spot where musicians come or dance people come like basically it was the fly drown programming but like that is the objective of the space Mm -hmm. is for there to be meals and there to be talks and there to be Mm -hmm. performance and there to be just like a hub of black thought
1: yeah how did you feel about all that stuff happening with fly drown like the talks and the like the the community of it mm-hmm. like because was that like the first time you've done that yeah what did that feel like for you
0: um i remember we was writing grants for it mm-hmm. and i remember like us saying there'll be meals and salon talks and i was like okay well we really take we're doing a lot but yeah we'll see what happens uh-huh. um and i remember sitting at one of the talks being like this shit really did happen. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't uh-huh. like I knew we said we was gonna do that, but like for it to actually be happening yeah. is beyond yeah. beyond me.
1: And mention to the people that helped you put this together. Oh, of um, course. So Taylor work. Aldridge, the mm-hmm.
0: curator, um, Nadia Taikolsker, who managed the project, mm-hmm. Sterling Toes, I
1: our, didn't do I just showed up. Though, sound <laughs>
0: collaborator. Yeah. Um who else? Miriam Johnson, yeah. um, Brie Gantt, Sabrina Nelson, mm-hmm. and Isabel Moner made the costumes and the masks, which are like, I feel like the logo <laughs> of Fly Drow. Mm-hmm. Um, Who else? Marsha Philpott came for Salon Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gathering, which is a group I'm in, like a very underground dance collective of black women folks in Detroit um dance artists who are all making and teaching and living dance in the city mm-hmm. um who else was uh, Devin Drake Devin Drake Devin Drake <laughs> is sitting here with us right now <laughs> try not to laugh who documented everything yes the fly drum um and a dear friend of mine, Crystal Michelle Perkins, who's a professor at Ohio State, who came and gave the first salon talk. Okay, it was folks was just in there. Mm-hmm. It was just like a lot of an Alexis gums right, right closed it out.
1: Because mm-hmm. I, I get the feeling from you, even though in your your own uh, estimation you're shy, it seems like community means a lot to you though, mm-hmm. and doing things collaboratively. It mm-hmm. seems like you get a joy out of. Bouncing off of other people's mm-hmm. ideas and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that was, true? I used to do so many things alone in like in grad school, undergrad. Mm-hmm. Like our assignments were to like, now you go off and make a fifteen-minute dance, and you just like in a studio by yourself, just like uh, I don't have that many moves. <laughs> and then something at Fly John was like, oh, or uh-huh. we could be in a room together. Uh And then you say a thing, which like makes me think of a thing, like, which that is, you know, collaboration. And um, this was one of the times I thought it was truly a collaboration and not, um, I I didn't have to be in charge of so much, which Mm -hmm. was great. Because I come from a teaching background and like having to lead, you know, Mm -hmm. 20 students or whatever the, the class size is. It, it just is a lot to be carrying all the time and i right. think and also like in my dance practice before i was kind of like the one running the whole thing mm-hmm. and now after doing this i'm like oh that way it doesn't work mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how you burn out yeah is that's why, why i'm not burnt i'm not burnt out after this is because it has been so much collectivity
1: right right
0: mm-hmm. so uh,
1: how do people find your work where is your work mm-hmm. at what's um, happening next
0: uh, nothing's happening there I, <laughs> I'm yeah,
1: I, I love that I love being like what you got coming up nothing, nothing.
0: I, absolutely nothing I'm, then, I'm a
1: fan of nothing yeah.
0: yeah 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 um dot yes is where you can go also on Instagram same name mm-hmm. or Jennifer Harge on Instagram mm-hmm. um but yeah I have nothing that's not, that's not true uh,
1: yeah um, I, yeah I, I can bet it's not true
0: <laughs> I'm like I'm kind of inside of the Carrie Mae Weems exhibit at the car mm-hmm. and so later in the year I'll do some kind of activation of fly drown inside of that mm-hmm. exhibit I don't know what I'm going to do yet but I'll figure it out okay I'll text you
1: please do <laughs> remember it's going directly to me I won't see it otherwise oh, right, right right Yeah. <laughs> so imparting
0: mm-hmm. uh oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> baby me no, I'm going to switch uh, it up. Okay. I'm going to switch it up. Mm-hmm. You, are you, you want baby you? No. Are you he said no. <laughs> right, let, me,
0: let me hear both options.
1: Okay. Baby you. <laughs> or what is flying mm-hmm. and what is drowning for you right now?
0: I should have chose baby <laughs> <laughs> Um, mm, Flying right now is um, like finding... You know, when birds like catch the air and you're just kind of coasting, right. like that is flying right now. So I think when I'm like, mm-hmm. can find the, the place where I can just kind of coast and mm-hmm. not use so much energy, mm-hmm. um, that feels like flying, which has been this week, I think I've been flying. Right. I've just been chill mode. Right. Um, and drowning actually, which the piece taught me about like drowning as a form of submission Mm -hmm. um, and drowning as like a renewal. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think I've found drowning yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I have found drowning before and like the ways drowning can just kill you. (laughs) But I don't, I'm trying to think about how to find drowning as like rebirth. Uh And so I think I still need to like give into the water a little bit more uh. before I like find that full uh, like submerging
1: right yeah baby you hmm? baby you
0: ba- <laughs> what would I tell baby me hmm you uh-huh.
1: gonna, are you gonna do both for me huh? you gonna do both for me sure sure, sure. All right, okay, okay.
0: um <laughs> I would tell baby me to trust herself uh-huh. sooner
1: sooner mm. Mm. Dope. that's all i got that's good <laughs> it's been good talking to you
0: good talking to you i love you i love you all right Mm-mm.
1: this is jennifer Hard <laughs> i sterling toes this is detroit is different and we're signing off peace yo